So this this might be a simple one, but let's uh let's roll those d20s, fellas. What happened in the last episode of Dicey Waters? Ooh, I rolled a seven. Uh, oh, I rolled a thirteen. I got a twelve. Uh, me then. Chowder, what'd you get? Twelve. Okay. Hell yeah. Hey, All right, right. it's me. So last time uh, we had a vision. Um, I'm blank. I can never remember any of our gods. Uh, we had a vision from who's the name of the god? Lema. Lema gave us a vision. It was like, ah, here's a bunch of riddles and some of them rhyme and some of them don't. Bye. Did any of them rhyme? I'll be impressed with myself if they did. I remember there being one rhyme in there. Uh, well, hot damn. And, and then yoked out. Um, I believe Jetta did not receive those visions. She was a uh, third That's party correct. to it. Uh, and she shook us awake and we found ourselves anchored next to the Liberty. So we went on the Liberty and I smacked Bubble Butt and gave him a little life force back. And he was like, ah, rah, rah, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Dennis, his uh, reticent bottom. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the nautical term. Um, <laughs> the nautical term. More uh, like the, the nautical term. The nautical Shut term. Shut the fuck up. Um, he said like, Hey, with bottle brew kind of out, I think it may be a good idea if we were to like work together and I'm okay with you guys kind of taking the lead. So we then spent some time trying to figure out our next moves and what we could do next. Uh, we have a couple smaller objectives, like trying to find a scroll of sending so I could send some information to bait. Um, but also I think we've sussed out that the current plan of our travels, we're going to take the Liberty because it's a well-armed vessel and we are going to first hit up Black Tide HQ because Locke wants to see Tony and get a bite of Gabagool because I guess it's more important than my only son. And we're going to go to Burger Island afterwards and then we're going to go to Arianor and then I guess after that Feldrum. I think that's the current schema plan and also we're going to see about finding Jeddah's homeland because none of us know where it is the only thing is we know the name so we're going to have to try and figure that out but we do have a fancy new map um, that is going to help us in that endeavor and we are yeah. quite far away right now I think map, from... the map, the map, so the map. I did send you guys an updated map it has an orange dot on it that indicates your present location and for any listeners that would like to see what we're talking about, because this is the first time we will be actively referring to visual aids in Dicey Waters, this map is going to be shared regularly in the Discord, on social media, just to ensure that you guys can follow along with the crew's adventures here in the New Age. So, we're going to dive back into the story as everybody is preparing to set sail on board the Liberty there are some housekeeping things that we need to attend to. We are going to be following vaguely the rules set out in Ghosts of Saltmarsh for how ships function and operate. I have used the warship stat block and am keeping track of a number of statistics uh, regarding the ship. Among other things, food, water, entertainment, materials, ammunition, and trade goods. That and the number of crew on the vessel is all being monitored and according to the rules of Saltmarsh, quality is on a scale of positive 10 to negative 10 and as the quality dips things get worse as it increases things get better that will manifest in a number of ways so you are going to be partially responsible for not just charting courses but helping the ship stay at its best when you guys saw the liberty and you guys came on board you realized that maybe it's been through a few scuffles 
So you can tell a lot of the components are damaged. There are gashes in the reinforced hull. Uh, lots of like chips and little dings out of various things. Nothing's quite falling apart, but nothing really looks great. And maybe the reason it still looks like this is the ship doesn't have a ton of materials to repair this stuff. So on your travels, it would be worth considering, should we stop for supplies? Things like that. That is, this is not gonna be like full on survival game, but whether or not you tend to these statistics will affect how things operate when you're on the Liberty. And if you decide to do things on another ship, we'll do the same thing there. I rolled for all these numbers. So we are getting a little nitty gritty with this stuff if you guys care to engage with that. Another point of order, we do need to assign some roles. So when you guys made decisions at the end of the last episode, you did so by a vote. Majority ruled between the four of you and that's how you made a decision. And if we wanna roleplay this, we certainly can, but we need to figure out who is the functioning captain, who's the functioning first mate, who is the navigator, and who is the bosun of the ship. And this is how our podcast ends, when we none of us can agree. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's the thing, you guys do not have to agree that these are your specific roles. You can give this to Dennis, we can figure out one of the other NPCs. There are 30 crew members on board this ship at the moment, out of a possible 40. So if you don't want to be responsible for these things, you can give that control over to me. But that does mean you will be relinquishing some control over what the Liberty does. So I don't know if you guys want to roleplay that or if you just want to above board figure out captain, first mate, navigator, and bosun. Remind me what bosun is again. I guess if we can figure out the relative checks or things they have to do, it might be a good way to know who can do what. Bosun, uh, according to Dungeons and Dragons, Ghost of Saltmarsh, uh, the bosun, provides technical advice to the captain and crew or leads repair and maintenance efforts. Uh, good Bosun has a high strength score as well as proficiency with carpenter's tools and the athletic skill. Well, that I don't me. know. Yeah, I don't know if that like to a T matches any of our player characters. Well, like exactly. high strength might be Locke because he's the only <laughs> that's, person that That's what I'm saying. I basically strength. felt like I was reading a Locke description there. <laughs> so th this is good. Actually, no, this is good for the mic and for the group. Let me read off what these roles are. The captain issues orders. Best captains have high intelligence and high charisma scores, as well as proficiency with water vehicles and the intimidation and persuasion skills. Mm. The first mate is a specialist that keeps the crew's morale high by providing supervision, encouragement, and discipline. They benefit from high charisma score as well as proficiency with intimidation and persuasion. The bosun provides technical advice to the captain and crew, leads repair and maintenance efforts, has a high strength score as well as proficiency with carpenter's tool and the athletic skill. The navigator plots the ship's course, relying on knowledge of nautical charts and a study of weather and sea conditions. A reliable quartermaster tends to have a high wisdom score, as well as a proficiency with navigator's tools and the nature skill. Those are the four roles that we need to fill. Now, we do not need to necessarily role play inside of those a lot, but I just wanna know who we're falling back on if certain decisions need to be made. Uh, I'm just gonna sheet, save right out there. First mate, I think, could easily be Maeve. Okay, I, I think as you guys are discussing it, Maeve would certainly throw her proverbial hat in the ring for first mate. Uh, I mean, I've got a high intelligence and charisma, and persuasion is one of the things I'm proficient in, but uh, I don't know okay. if that will translate to that makes Captain sense. first mate, yep. I have a genius so, level int intellect, but a seven charisma, which I think excludes me from many of these roles. <laughs> yeah, maybe we just yeah. put you on maps. Like, you can go look at the maps yeah. and go, yeah. like, 
draw pictures. So Ugh. If the four of you are looking to take these roles, and again, you do not have to, but if the four of you are looking to assume these roles, Captain and First Mate have similar qualities that Maeve and Jetta both feel qualified for. Uh, Locke obviously fits the description of a bosun, but uh, Pat, how would you or Locke feel about sort of running the day-to-day, -day, the more technical sides of the ship, making sure things physically get done? Um, I think that Locke doesn't necessarily give a shit about having <laughs> opportunities to be mm -hmm. important on the ship, but okay. he would also be fine filling that role if he is the best candidate to do so. He's the kind of guy who's not going to put himself in for any sort of position, but when offered a position, he will take it. Gotcha. Okay. And if nothing else, he can just, like, follow orders and, like, lift yeah. things if he really right. doesn't want I to, like... just pick things up and put them down all yeah. day long. Yeah, precisely. Uh, Ryan, do you or Colt have feelings on potentially being a navigator or taking on another role or not taking up a uh, role? Navigator would be fine. I just don't think I have whatever it was at the um, navigation tools as something I am proficient in, unfortunately. Okay. You could just be an assistant to the navigator. I mean, what would the role be for like navigation tools? Would it be like an intelligence thing? Would it be a wisdom thing? It says wisdom, but given that you have such a detailed map, I have no problem counting intelligence. Right. So if if we have checks that relate to navigation or, you know, getting lost, getting through islands, just handling the movement of the ship right. with the precision you're looking for, that's what I would use the navigator for. I will help you navigate her, and instead of going to the other island, we're gonna go straight to Burger Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I must have made a grand mistake. We're at Burger Island all of a sudden. Okay. All right, so that I'm going to uh, I'm going to put down uh, Cult as the navigator. Again, the crew is not at full capacity. Recent battles have taken out some key roles on the ship. And Dennis is walking around pointing out various things before returning to the group and saying, we will set sail as soon as we can. Uh, we do need to make some repairs to the ship, but our materials are constrained. Uh, it may take some time before we can disembark from this location toward the Black Tide headquarters. I ask for your patience, if not your support. You know, Dennis, back when I was uh, in the mainlands, I did have a pretty prominent role in the Black Tide, and part of that involved running a ship. If you would like some help, I could maybe oversee the repairs and put a little muscle into getting the, the repairs done in a more expedient way. Dennis, without really changing their facial expression, does somehow convey gratitude toward the idea. They nod their head and they say, any direction you can offer our wayward crew will be greatly appreciated. As we repair the ship, replenish our crew, and ensure Bottlebrew gets to full health, I am happy to leave these responsibilities on your shoulders, as long as you're willing to bear them. Materials are kept on the lowest deck of the ship. If you need any assistance, do not hesitate to ask. Uh, and then Dennis walks around and informs various crew hands of the new management structure, as it were. So Cult is sort of like furiously like looking away at the maps, trying to get everything ready for the trip, maybe surreptitiously change where people are going. I guess we'll find out. Maeve and Jetta. Uh, Maeve, you are obviously maybe the most familiar 
uh, with the operations of this vessel. I know we haven't role played a ton of it, mm -hmm. but as far as somebody calling out orders on the day to day, after speaking with Locke and after both Locke and Call get to work preparing their components uh, for sailing away, Dennis does approach you and say, many of the crew do look on you with fondness. I do not carry a great amount of personal weight with my tone and my expression. Perhaps they would be more responsive to someone like you. Uh, okay. Babe, uh, you want you want to be captain? I've been stuck on an island, or not an island, but like just been stuck on land my whole life. So I don't know. I'm happy, happy to help as a first mate. But when you say that, Dennis's face does tense up a little bit. And they say, how much experience do you have operating naval vessels? Uh, like, like I've been on a longboat and a, or in a raft, but like this kind of giant ship. Dennis is willing to allow Maeve to essentially be like the voice of the captaincy on the ship in Bottle Brew's absence, but is expressing resistance to the idea of someone in experience being the executive officer of first mate. So Dennis does sort of push back on you, Jetta. I will say, though, if you can make a case, I will consider that with a persuasion, intimidation, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I give him the finger gun. Yep. <laughs> However, I appreciate your spirit. I do not know whether we will learn information about your origins, but if you stick close to myself and perhaps to Maeve, you may learn enough to take on a role of your own on this vessel one day. And is willing to like teach you but just doesn't want to hand you responsibility quite yet all right so what we have now is uh mave is listed as our captain we have our first mate is dennis cult is our navigator and Locke is our bosun and jetta is going to be essentially working closely with mave and dennis to execute things on the ship but is more or less in a learning capacity as she gets familiar with her new setting that said, it will be a few hours before you can set sail. With your respective roles, you know that the ship needs to continue to be repaired. You know that the crew is adjusting to this new management structure. And Kalt, you know that you need to chart a specific course. Uh, we do not have to role play any of this, but it would take several hours for you to get this done. Do any of you guys have any specific ideas on how you'd like to execute this? Role play certain things, specific outcomes that maybe I haven't mentioned? Hit me with anything you've got. I'm going to suggest looking at the map here. So, Jetta, you go ahead over to the map, and Kalt is sitting there sketching things out. Kalt, are you, and I mean, this is above board. Ryan, is Kalt secretly planning to change the ship's course to go to Burger Island first? He's thinking real hard about it and wondering how long he can get away with it. Like, if there's a significant, <laughs> like, if one is like two days and getting to Burger Island is a week, he knows he can't get away with it. But, like, if the timing is pretty close, <laughs> so there might be some, like, scratch marks <laughs> kind of leading somebody who looks yeah. to that point. So I would, uh, I'm not going to have you roll intelligence because your intelligence is part of why you have this job, but after studying the map and trying to figure out the fastest, smoothest way to these locations, you understand that the Black Tide headquarters would be probably two days sail, while Burger Island would be three. So no matter how you slice it, it is going to take longer to get to Burger Island, so it would be hard to sneak that by people, but that's the math you come up with. Kind of like, I guess we'll go to this stupid Gabagool. Maybe I can freaking kill some gangsters. 
Jetta, you approach and take a look at the map. You see various sketches like wheeling around the inner tear and some going straight through it with question marks, trying to find the optimal way to get to Burger Island. All nonsense stuff that Colt is sort of abandoning now that he realizes uh, it's just, it's, it's gonna be hard to fake that. But you approach and you take a look at the map as Colt is fuming. What do you do or say? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the map and it's like, yeah, again, to Black Tide headquarters is just a straight line, but like from uh, Black Tide to Burger Island, I imagine like uh, instead of just sailing directly there, going from island to island might be our best course. Might be able to pick up supplies along the way and stuff. Yeah, I know. It's a great idea. We're going to go island to island doing exactly what Locke wants to do. Just kind of mumbling under his breath. <laughs> this is not exactly what I want to do. It's just the smartest choice. Oh, I didn't realize you were around here, Locke. Yeah, you, you hear that come from Locke as he's carrying, like, a giant wooden beam out from below decks all by himself. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start walking past you, and as I hear you say that, I'm going to whip around, and, like, <laughs> people are going to have to duck under the beam as Hold I Hold on. Skid. I'm already hunched over a table, so I don't have to duck. There are four crew members, and I just rolled for them as a group as a deck save to try to dodge you spinning around with a giant beam. So, Locke, as you angrily turn around to retort to cult, you feel four thuds as oh. that wooden beam smacks all of them in the head and knocks them all over. I'm gonna cast Feather Fall on them. I'm like, I mean, without yeah, even looking, I mean, I'm gonna snap my finger and be like, watch where you're going, Locke. And they all are falling over, but they're just falling in from the height motion. of their own bodies, so they're just slow-mo like, ow! As they all slowly reach the deck. Oh, I thought they were going overboard. No, 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 they're just falling down onto the deck. But like, I like the idea that you just do that reflexively. I think that's funny. God, jeez, I'm sorry, my bad. Oh, it's it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go see the doctor. Oh shit, do we even have a doctor? Oh man, and the guy like bleeding from his head walks downstairs. <laughs> wait, there is a role wait, of ship wait, surgeon wait, that I declined wait, to fill. Wait, Colt, Colt was like, wait, well, I, I guess me, as <laughs> he does have healing word. The guy bleeding looks to Locke like, can I trust him? Like, is he gonna, am I still gonna be me when I'm done with this? Yeah, as long as you're not dead, you can trust him. <laughs> and they're like, not super reassured, but yeah, one of them steps over to you and says, could you maybe do something about this here? I, uh, I think we may have lost our doctor in a recent scuffle. Yeah, whatever, fuck off. And the, like, with the words fuck off, that is the healing word. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's better, that's crazy. And he like walks very far around Locke to get back to what they were doing. Um, the others are not so grievously injured, but yeah, now Colt has starting a reputation as a doctor, I guess. It's a sawbones, literally. By the evening, you are in enough shape to set sail. Um, if you want to spend any materials, Locke, this is sort of your call. Materials are already your lowest resource. But if you want to spend any number of them, I can increase the health. I've sent you the health and stuff. There are big chunks missing out of HP on all the components of the ship. Uh, and if you want to spend any materials, I will raise those stats at the cost of materials. Totally up to you. I mean, would I? Hmm. Spending one materials will also do like a lot of work to fix the ship. I'm right. not going to be stingy with this. So the question I have is, mm -hmm. would I know if in its current state, we can get past the whirlpool that is in the way of Black Tide headquarters. You know that the resilience of the hull and the navigation, the movement stuff, are going to be the most important components. So you remember going in and out of the Black Tide headquarters, the defenses in place, 
and maybe weapons, you're friendly with the Black Tide, so weapons are probably less important than like mm -hmm. uh, controls, movement, and the hull. I got a quick question. It does say materials yeah. is negative one. Do it's we... a scale of negative 10 to positive 10. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So we're like, we're under materials, but we still have some. Yeah, you know, you have like three Band-Aids left in the pack. You'll have to hit the store soon, but not just yet. So I think I would probably spend that on the movement, the control, and the hull okay. to get those up. I would okay. leave weapons alone. I will say for all three categories, if you want to spend two materials then I can increase control and movement to 100%, and I will increase hull to 90%. Okay. So you'll be at negative three materials, and the other ones, uh, and your ship is going to be in much better shape. So as the sun sets, Locke is proud that in a quick turnaround, he has managed to stabilize a lot of the major components of the ship, Everything that you need to navigate is looking ship-shape, and the hull itself has had a few of its scratches buffed out. Um, it is now safe to say the ship is fully seaworthy, not just ready to sail, but ready to take on whatever comes. And that is Locke's stuff taken care of. Cult, would you say that by sunset, you'd feel comfortable having chartered a course? And again, you do not necessarily need the consent of the others to make a decision here. Uh, yeah, I would have, by that point, chartered a course to... Um... Not to Burger Island, this stupid okay. HQ. Uh, also, I don't know if it would have any effect, but if I do have spare time, I do have mending. So maybe I could spend some time like mending small things around the ship if that helps at all. I don't know if that would. Tell you what, roll intelligence for me. Just intelligence with your basic modifier for that. 14 total, wasn't my best roll. Cool, so for 14 total, I'll say that you, after gaming out all the different ways that this could go, you've charted an optimal course and are ready to present that to the captains. But you notice Locke is still busy. I will let you add some health either to the hull, just the body of the ship, or try to repair some of the weapons, some of the cannons and ballistas that may have fallen into disrepair. I'll do the hull. I'll try to tidy things up a bit. Cool. So I'll say that you go around uh, below the decks and any cracks or weak spots you find, like those you created on the SETI Alpha, you use mending to return them to stronger form, supplementing Locke's work. You are now at 95% hull health and integrity. So this ship is looking a lot better than it did this morning, thanks to your efforts. And as the sun sets, Maeve, you are waiting with Dennis at the front of the ship for Colt to present a course to you. Colt, can you sort of describe, and feel free to roleplay it using the maps that I've sent you, describe the course you've plotted if you're stopping at Islands per Jetta's suggestion, heading straight for the Black Tide. You are making the call here. Tell me what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking maybe uh, Jetta was talking about like hitting a few islands in between Black Tide HQ and Burger yeah. Island. So yeah, it's um, between Black Tide like, and Burger Island. Okay. Well, so we're going to tilt south, southeast, and then we're going to curve around here, and then we're basically right at Black Tide HQ. So it's, I mean, it's, I mean, we could if we wanted to just kind of slingshot around. It's very cool. I, like he takes out like a, a transparency and puts over. Now there's the second plan, where we instead <laughs> slingshot up into Burger Island and using that momentum, uh, uh, stop for Jerry for a few days and maybe have a, a an onion and then we swing back down to Black Tide HQ and then area room. But uh, you know, it, it is whatever. You know, whatever, whatever my captains would prefer. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Good job. Uh, really, really appreciate 
Call is like eyeing you very intensely, hoping you'll look at the transparency <laughs> and pick the Burger Island path. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I really appreciate all the work that's been put in here. Uh, she's going like full manager here. Like, this is, <laughs> everyone's really contributing, putting in their way Don't here. Don't you manage down to me. <laughs> Called, we're a family here. I, uh, okay. I, th- I like uh, Jenna's idea. Let's, we get some islands. You know, Jerry's a big, strong boy. He'll, he can take care of himself for a couple more days. Second, second thing, uh, the skeleton crew is with him and they do not benefit from, there is about eight skeletons. <laughs> Okay, well, we really got to pick and choose uh, our, our battles here, Call. Well, I'm like, sure the people of Burger Island will have to do much the same. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do the the Jetta's plan here. You mean my plan? No, Jetta's plan. We're gonna go stop on some islands and then uh, you know re re up on some stuff and then yeah, we'll go to Erin or Burger Island. Uh, so the part of the plan was to stop at Black Tide first and then do islands. Is that something, Mavis? That's that's what I okay. that's what I cool. Meant to no say. problem. Sorry. No problem. Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll get some parts and then we'll we'll be on our way to Burger Island. Mm. You can file a complaint if you'd like. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we'll just see. And there's instant thoughts of <laughs> just I could be kept. <laughs> Um, unless there is actual dissent to Maeve, like practical dissent to what uh, Maeve has just ordered, I'd say that you guys can begin setting sail or wait till sunset. Doesn't matter to me. Oh my God, we didn't set sail yet. No, I mean, if, if this is your go saying that you can set sail. I don't know if All just right, for role play purposes. We've you been montaging oh up until this point. Okay. All right. Like cool. Locke's been taking off his shirt and getting real sweaty and moving stuff mm-hmm. around. I've been like strained over a table. I assume Maeve is doing. Uh, like playing with the steering wheel. I don't know. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not so well, anyway, let's set sail. <laughs> so you're setting sail. Um, is it night or day? I don't care. Which do you guys want to do? Yes. Okay. It's nighttime. You guys set sail under the cover of night. The moonlight bouncing off the ripples that your ship makes as you go. I will say that the last thing you do before making your way to the Black Tide headquarters is, Maeve, you do return the Tide Pod back to its small ship size as a toy and return it to your pocket. The friendship is close by even as the Liberty makes its way across the Badlands. So, like, what do we do with Kahootek's body? That's up to you guys. What did you do with Kahootek's body? Oh, uh, I would we not just let left it, it there. I wouldn't let a good body just go to waste, that's for sure. Yeah, that just seems out of character. It does seem out of character. Where, where'd where you put it? Uh, He would be somewhere in the ship, maybe in my quarters. Okay. Just cool. hide him in a barrel. Is there a plan to, like, if you don't get Jerry, Kahootek is Jerry, too? There is no replacement for Jerry. Uh, that's fair. I, that was be, insulting of me to suggest. Sorry. <laughs> there could be a new future for Admiral Kahootek, because I do have all sorts <laughs> of shit. <laughs> could turn him so, into all sorts of things. So, Maeve, you enjoy feeling the ocean air blow through your hair once again. Uh, now that you're the captain, you've also been gifted the captain's hat once worn by Bottle Brew. Uh, as you sit uh, up by the steering wheel, uh, watching your crew hands take you toward the Black Tide headquarters, you know this is going to be, thanks to Colt's calculations, about two days' sail to reach there, and you don't know what you're going to come across along the way. So, bear with me as I roll some dice. Oh, well, that's just, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> So your first day of sailing is largely uneventful. 
you guys do notice a few things. The sun uh, rises, and you can got, you guys can see a few different things. The the waters churn around the inner tear, and you do get closer to it again, thanks to Colt's course. You do get a little extra momentum from the constant churn of the water. And the slingshot he suggested wasn't too far-fetched, but unfortunately it does have a little bit of a whirlpool effect. So, Locke, you might actually see this as an opportunity to prepare for what's coming ahead, but you guys do experience a whirlpool. I'd say that you have enough foresight to try and avoid it, but I don't know if you see any benefit in engaging with it to see if your ship's repairs can withstand it. Captain, co-captain, what are your orders? Uh, let's not go in the whirlpool. But, but Maeve, we're going to have to go through a whirlpool later. Why not test out my my newly performed repairs and see if they... I feel like that would just damage us and make us less likely to make it through the next whirlpool. Let's just trust we did it right. We just did such a good job putting everything back together. Do we know that I did a good job putting everything <laughs> back let, together? Let, let's, do, do, let's, you need let's that, just... do you need those words of affirmation? I don't need the words of affirmation. I need the confidence that when we get to the whirlpool, we know we have to go through. We're not going to die. Okay. Okay. Let's, you know what? Straight into the whirlpool, guys. Just to, just not for straight. Mr. Lux. Mr. Lux, uh, here you go. Let's do it. Wait, what did you say down there? Into the whirlpool? Do it for Mr. Lux. Maybe try to, like, ride the whirlpool and slingshot around it like Colt suggested. Yeah, right. Somebody say my name. <laughs> the guy does take Locke's suggestion after Maeve's command and tries to skirt the edge of the whirlpool so that Locke, you can keep a close eye on what is happening. So while we're doing this, just make a perception check for me. Let me know what that is. Oakley, dokley. Um, that is a 19. Okay, let me roll a d4 here and figure out what kind of whirlpool we're dealing with. Ooh, okay. Don't like that. Don't like that. You feel, all of you, the pull of the whirlpool as it shifts the deck of the ship. Uh, instead of just rocking back and forth, you are now feeling a consistent list to one side as you are sucked into the underwater maelstrom uh, beside you. So, commanding your different uh, parts of the crew, I need each of you to roll a d20 using uh, the skills that reflect your role. So, Colt, roll with intelligence. Locke, roll with strength. Maven Jetta, I would like you to roll with charisma, since you're sort of running the crew. Lucky boy got a 19. I got 19. 13. I got a 12. 21. You all feel the ships beginning to get pulled in by the whirlpool and Locke, you're noticing that there is some stress on the hull you weren't expecting. This reinforced hull has a lot of moving parts, so while the wood itself is seeming like it's in pretty good shape, you notice a couple metal plates coming off, and as you guys begin to bark orders, Maeve telling groups to get to their stations, Locke making sure that the right parts of the ship are being tended to as you do this, the experiment feels as though it kind of starts to get away from you a bit, and entire patches of metal get yanked off the hull, uh, on its left, on its um, port side, which is facing the inside of the whirlpool. Uh, Locke, you are right near the steering wheel, and while the ship is being sucked into the circle, you, it kind of doesn't seem for sure like you're going to make it out in one piece here. It's, uh, it's about five minutes of this until you are catapulted back around the other end, 
having lost a bit of the hull um, as a result. And so you know that the ship can withstand a whirlpool, but if it's one as massive as this, you might be in a little bit of trouble. And I'm going to say that your uh, hull HP is going to be reduced by 150. So you're now 80% hull integrity. I have a question. Yes. Can I take the... When you, when you say fly off, did they fly mm -hmm. off and like are now lost to the sea? Uh, the Liberty has been like adding metal passwork yeah. to the outside. Some of those have been ripped off and sucked into the whirlpool. So okay. as you, after five minutes of being stuck in this thing and being flung out the other side, probably can't go and get those very easily, huh? Okay. Maeve, if you are frustrated... You can voice or not voice that, but that's what happened from trying to engage with the Whirlpool. However, a little nice bit on top of that is that um, even though you've seen a bit of the ship disappear, what you have seen appear on the other side of the Whirlpool is a pot of dolphins swimming by, doing acrobatics, dancing in the rainbows. So you're surrounded by frustration and happiness on both sides before you set sail again. All right. Uh, good job, guys. Here. Looks like those uh, repairs really did the trick. Really wish we didn't just do this experiment. <sighs> if we hadn't done that, all that we would have done is get sucked into the next one. Now, I have the ability to go update all of our hull and whatnot repairs and make them even better. So, yes, you that was a You were already low good, on materials, man. I still have enough to fix it now, and we're just gonna go to Arianor and get more materials. I'd rather make sure that we get to Arianor and not die when we go to the Black Tide <laughs> hideout. And I'm just gonna storm off. I, I'm not even I gonna agree. listen. I agree. I agree with Locke. It is I, a I, poor I, choice by our captain and first mate to accept this plan. And of course <laughs> they know. And of course they must know that they bear all responsibility for any and all actions taken since they're the ones making them. And he's just gonna huff off as well. <laughs> oh god, if Call leads a mutiny, I'm definitely not ready for that one. I know what I'm prepping for for next session. And like, Call is saying it a little louder than probably he normally mm -hmm. would, just to make sure everybody hears. <laughs> uh, I uh, throw my hands up in the air, go to my quarters, and just scream into a goddamn pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so great first day so far. Uh, Locke, I'm gonna say I'm so persuaded by your argument that uh, for any checks I need you to make in the future regarding bosun responsibilities, I am going to be more generous with how effective you are in salvaging and applying materials. Uh, oh, you had yeah. such a good perception check and it was an informative mistake that was made. So you can use that knowledge to uh, improve ship functions in the future. Nobody knows that for sure, but you're feeling more confident and how you're approaching these things. So yeah, I think this next time I'm going to spend a little bit more materials and try to beef up where I noticed the hull was weakest. I think that's fair. So moving forward, uh, the sun sets again. You are getting to the point where you're starting to near some of the actual land masses. And uh, there is not much happening in the night. Um, Maeve, could you please make a perception if you are up and about at night? Make a perception sure. check. Uh, perception. That is a nat 20 plus one. Nat 20 plus one. You are feeling a little stressed after first day. Uh, things have gotten a little tense between some of your, you know, senior officers. But you you refresh yourself by sitting in the, uh, in the crow's nest in the calm of night, and you notice a glint off of what appears to be a nearby shipwreck not too far off of a small island, too small to house any sort of encampment or anything. You can see right over it. But there is a shipwreck 
poking out of the water. Nobody else notices it. You may draw attention to it. You may ignore it. And it's nighttime, right? It's nighttime. Uh, hey guys, there's a, there's a shipwreck here. For, if we're actually going to be pirates, we should actually, like, probably take a look at this thing. Locke, you would also know that it, it's not a guarantee, but a wrecked ship is made of materials that perhaps could be salvaged. Yes, I like stuff. Let's go get stuff and materials. Okay. Especially the materials. Okay. And also maybe stuff if there's stuff. Can I, would I be able to like call upon my old black tide knowledge and know if this is a trap? Make an insight check. Make a gabagool check. Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that is a six. You blew my roll out of the water. So you are pretty comfortable looking at this. You don't see any of the typical, you know, telltale signs when there's when there's a wreck in the water with the black tide again they have submarine vessels diving bells things like that but usually there are you know things not outside the ship you notice some ripples in places you don't expect them almost like an oncoming shark and after a scan you feel comfortable recommending to Maeve like looks good to me and if you approach Jetta, I would say you can um, certainly be involved with this rescue effort uh, but what are you guys looking for in the shipwreck Materials Money. and stuff, but is there anything specific? Stuff, I guess. I don't know. We'd roll perception if I I mean, out. money, we're, go we're gonna need to, like, actually pay for proper repairs when we eventually get those, get to the people who can. Yep, your, your trade goods is at a four out of a possible ten. Obviously, that's a scale negative ten to positive ten, so you have trade goods, but you're not exactly flush with cash. Um, so... Yeah, if you guys uh, want to basically go into this looking for those particular things, Locke, I would like you uh, to roll a strength check, and Jetta, I would like you to roll an investigation check for leading this expedition. All right. Holy shit, I got a nat 20. Hey, yes. <laughs> I crit failed. <laughs> um, Maeve, you're also, you also have the friendship, but unless you have an interjection, I will say that you guys lead this nighttime expedition. And for the most part, it seems a little fruitless. Cult, I don't know if you're awake or asleep. Uh, probably awake. If, he, if not, he would be shortly awake when everybody's like doing stuff yeah. and making noises. Yeah, that makes sense. So woken up by the trampling footsteps of people going to aid in this uh, salvaging operation, you notice that they're stopping in a place that was not part of your plan. I don't know how that hits you. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep, get to do whatever whim come across a child's mind. But sure. Yes. Great. After, I'd say, probably about an hour or two of scavenging for supplies, lock in the dark, it is just way too hard to find materials, and uh, everything you see is either blown apart by a cannonball, uh, scorched by flame, or rotted by the water. So you do not come up with any additional materials. And Jetta, you are feeling, I won't say dejected, but you were hoping to find a little bit more uh, in terms of stuff on here, and you're sort of like navigating the dinghy back to the Liberty when you bounce off a barrel that looks surprisingly intact. I, I bring the barrel onto the dinghy. What's in the barrel? Okay, so I'm going to say that you and Locke are maybe on this dinghy together. Uh, Locke, can you please roll a dexterity saving throw as Jetta throws this saving thing into turmoil? Throw? Okay. 19. 
Very good. So, Locke, you are just trying to sail back to the ship, hoping to get back to Maeve, trying not to disappoint the crew, when you suddenly reflexively brace along the sides and get splashed with water as Jetta the Half-Orc single-handedly drags a loaded barrel onto the dinghy, saying absolutely nothing, <laughs> and just looking at you like, yeah, keep going, we're fine. Uh, okay, nice job. What's, what's in the barrel? Let's, what's in the barrel? Let's see, let's what's see. What's in the box? Wow, that was loud. <laughs> Let's see what's in the barrel, man. I want to open the barrel. Let me see what's in the barrel. Uh, yeah. You crack open the barrel. I don't have a table for this one, so let's see what my brain comes up with. Um, you crack open the barrel, and you do see a, uh, basically just a barrel that is full of a lot of, like, junk. Things that are, like, clothes, jackets, boots, a crowbar or two, just kind of everything in there. But when you start ru rifling through it, you hear an unmistakable jingle of gold coins. And there is at least 40, there's around 40 to 50 gold pieces in here. If you dump the barrel out, you can scavenge that much. So that would increase your trade goods by one. Yeah, clothing is good. Clothing is good. We can give the give that out to the other crew members, and because they're probably in rags right now, and uh, nice warm clothing is nice for them. Yeah. So you guys add that to stores. Maeve gets the ship back on track to Colt's course, and the next day begins as you arrive at the Black Tide Hideout. Uh, you do, in fact, face the same whirlpool that this group faced before, in the absence of Locke, of course. And the whirlpool guards an exit into a strange, rocky inlet, completely surrounded on both sides by uh, by cliff walls. On the other side, you see the tropical headquarters in the center of this area, but you gotta get past that whirlpool one way or another. This one looks just as big and mean as the one that you messed with before. So go ahead, Maeve, how do we approach? Um, okay, I guess let's do what we did before, right? We'll try to... Just go around the outside? Do the other three officers here have anything they'd like to chime in? So, like, yeah, question. With flock of familiars, uh, each of the ones can give a help action, right? So can they do a help action with, like, uh, ability checks, or is it only in combat? I'll say yes. Uh, I rolled a group check and averaged it out with some of the stuff you guys did before. Um, but if you, uh, I'd say that since you are shadowing Maven Dennis, after about a day or so, people have come to 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 respect your your voice as well, especially after giving them some relatively fresh clothes and a bunch of money. So if you want to command a group of people in this, I can use that to beef up your roles. Okay, yeah, sure. So Maeve orders people into it. Locke, you know that the, the uh, all the panels on sort of like the lower inside of the hull, uh, assuming that, I'm gonna say this is going counterclockwise, so the port side, you reinforce that with the by moving panels from other parts of the ship to that one. Everybody's banging hammers, getting ready to go. Jetta is summoning groups of people on the deck, and Maeve, even though you've just been sort of like calling out directions over the last day or so, you're starting to feel a little bit of pride in how this is coming together. Whether that like takes hold or informs any decisions, that's up to you, but it is surprising to see everybody working together so soon after becoming a crew. Yay. Yeah, no, I guess like I'll like lead all the people in in like the rowing under the deck to like, you know, help out with the ship navigating. That sounds good. With all of this in mind, Maeve, you give the signal, call, you're just kind of watching. Unless you have something you want to say or do or help with. 
Here we go again. <laughs> and here you go again, indeed. Once again, everybody, please make a check. Jetta, you have advantage, having rallied a group of people to manage the sales, but make your checks. Charisma, intelligence, or strength, depending on what you're doing. 18 for Galt. Yeah, that is a 19 for me. I got a 15 plus 5. I got a 17 plus 8. So it only took about a day for this tr crew to really come together. And for the first time since you entered the Badlands, you don't feel like you're running for something or grasping for something. You slingshot around this whirlpool with absolutely no consequence. Kalt, you manage your eyeline and help the, help the navigator skirt the edge. Jetta, you fully support the, the rigging in making sure that the wind is not pushing you further in. Lock, as things crackle and creak in the, in the below decks, you are uh, able to manage any damage as it comes up. And Maeve, you watch with, I presume, some sort of satisfaction as you skirt right past it and with an extra boost of speed, are hurtled toward the afternoon sun, gleaming over the Black Tide hideout. You have solved the Whirlpool puzzle for the third time in this campaign, hooray. Uh, but the ship takes no damage, and everybody's feeling a little bit better about what's going on. You approach. Uh, do you choose to dock at the at the facility? Uh, how do you handle this? Um, This is where you were windsurfing and locked and loaded. Yeah, then let's, uh, where the dock was, where we had, like, our big final battle. Why don't we try mm -hmm. to pull up to whatever remains of that there are? I remember there's like the big ass door that we uh, we didn't go through. Yep, that's true. Maeve, you begin to bark orders and everybody is very keen to listen to you now. And you, uh, as you direct the ship towards the dock, you can see the scorch marks from the battle with Kiso are still there. The kitten paw prints from when the other Jetta was a kitten are not still there. You approach, you pull up and you stop and a bunch of black tide pirates in full garb come running out and holding up swords and readying their hands, looking to see who the hell is rolling up onto their turf. Uh, I will go to the front of the ship and just like, hopefully they recognize me. <laughs> uh, so not a lot of them do. If you don't say anything, they're just gonna look at you and like, start approaching a little bit more closely. Um, most of these are folks, again, you were not active with this um, branch of the Black, Black Tide. So on site, they might not get who you are. How long has it been? Well, again, you weren't active with the group of Black Tide in the Badlands. You were active well, on yeah. the mainland. So you were a captive here for a while, but not right. everybody got to look at your face. And I'm just saying that this group does not recognize you. Whatever. <coughs> uh, is, is Tony Lyons here? And one of the pirates down there says, Who's asking? Uh, my name is Locke. Locke, wait. You that renegade dragon ball they dragged over from the mainland? Yes. He squints and looks around at the rest of the group and then squints back at you and he says, We ain't heard not of you for several weeks. How do we know you is who you say you is? Uh, if you just go get Tony, he can vouch because he knows what I look like. And what if he's not here? 
Well, then I would ask, what the fuck happened to Tony? Well, that ain't none of your business, now is it? It quite literally is. And everybody's getting a little more riled up as they start to, like, clang their swords and move closer to the vessel. So, Maeve, you see a potential threat approaching you uh, as your crew is sort of just watching this happen. Cool. I'm going to subtly cast Suggestion on this one outspoken pirate. Okay, do I need to make a wisdom save? You do. The save is uh, 18. It's an 18. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, This boy rolled a natural 20. So tell me what it is you want to (laughs) suggest. Okay. Uh, So I would say to him, uh, just go get Tony Lyons for us, please. He looks back up at you and says, you really think you could just come interrupt us right when it's time for lunch? You're about to make a lot of enemies here at the Black Tide. Oh, were we? I've interrupted lunch once before. To great effect, shall I do it again? As I'm like dancing flames on my fingers. And are you, what are are you guys pe- eating Gabagool? What about it? Maybe we are. And you hear like three burps from the crowd. We, we love Gabagool. I can prove that I am who I say I am. You're going to have to tell us how. At this point, the conversation has gone on long enough that, like, it's a little strange that no action has been taken on their behalf. I can walk you directly to the cell that you fuckers had me in right now without any map whatsoever. I'll take you there. How else would I know where that is? So while this is all going down, out of sight, cast a distort value on one of my objects. I guess let's go with uh, a bell that I have. Distort value Mm -hmm. basically makes an object seem more expensive than it actually is. Yes. When that's done, I'm going to walk up to this one asshole who's just being really obtuse and be like, come on, let, let's let's go see Tony Lyon, huh? Placed a valuable object in his hand, like, as a bribe. So he looks at this bell that is kind of like a little rusted and a little dented on the sides, but he's absolutely entranced by it. You like toss it down over the side of the ship. It rings and then mutes as he catches it. And between Locke being so confident and you having this very valuable thing, Locke, I would like you to make a persuasion roll. Can I go for intimidation instead? Yeah, if that's how you want to flavor it, go for it. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. They're both fucking two. Uh, I'll do Uh, persuasion. Okay, and roll it with advantage thanks to what Jet is doing. Okay. 15 and <laughs> yep good thing woof 15. okay yeah all right so with a 15 the guy looks at the bell and he looks up at you and he says all right we'll take the we'll take you guys in the two of yous right but you can't bring any weapons there's no magical funny nonsense we're gonna march you in there and you're gonna prove that you is who you says you are all right okay fine Dennis uh, actually steps forward and says, those are not the only two to have visited this facility before. Perhaps if you take more of us with you, we can engage with Tony Lyons in discourse, if he is in fact here. Let me just roll some 17. That is also uh, persuasive to the fellow. And uh, as the, as a deck is extended from the Liberty, he just keeps gesturing and gesturing. He doesn't say it, but Locke and Jetta, you walk down the gangplank, and even though you guys have reached the deck, he's still gesturing like, come on, come on. So if anyone else wants to go with, they certainly can. Yeah, I'll follow along. I'll go along. The four of you are let in. Dennis does decide to stay on the ship, initially angling to go in themselves, uh, decides to stay on the ship, noticing that all of you have gone and wants an authority figure to remain present. 
So, as you are led into the Black Tide hideout, you are kind of struck by what you see. As you are led beyond some of the walls, most of the docks are empty. Obviously, you guys created a lot of chaos and killed a handful of people where you were here last time, but there are tons of missing ships. Docks are beginning to fall into disrepair, and parts of the building, the facility that you were in before, don't look like they've been touched up since your encounter with Kiso, and you weren't expecting to see this lock, I don't think. You're used to the Black Tide being a pretty efficient operation, but it doesn't seem like whatever Tony Lyons has done has worked out the way you hoped. You guys are all walked through the corridors of the Black Tide headquarters. Jetta, this is all new to you. It's an aesthetic and a style you never experienced, but you see it. The communication pipes, the exploded Gabagool dining hall, and there are maybe a couple dozen people in there, but way fewer than before. You smell the Gabagool, but you don't see the same crowds, and they all look at you with apprehension as you're marched towards Locke's cell. Upon entering the cell, I would like everybody to please roll perception. 23. 13 total. 15. Also 15. So, Colt, you are being led in, and I imagine you're experiencing some sort of fond memory from how you busted this place the fuck up before. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. This was a great time. And you just step right into the cell like, man, man, good times, or however you vocalize if you do. And upon entering the cell, everybody else notices that the guy leading you in tries to slam the door shut behind you. Those of you that realize that's everybody but cult, you may react to this however you see, but the cockneyed fellow trying to lock you in uh, is reaching for the latch to try to shut you into this cell. I'm honestly okay with letting it happen. I'm, I'm gonna absolutely I'm, not okay with I'm it I'm just going to turn around and look and say, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> Roll intimidation. <laughs> 19 plus 5, 24. <laughs> He's like, he's managed to slam a gate shut and reaches for the latch before they can like activate those levers outside of it. And as he reaches the latch and you ask the question, he freezes and he lo- and he like whispers back to his friend, oh, do I want to do this? Why wouldn't I want, why wouldn't I want to do this? Well, because the last time you did this, we absolutely destroyed this compound. And I will just, I can just get us out of this place, out of this little cage here. Oh. All right, we're... And then he's like, yeah, I'd like to see you try. Okay, I will. And then I'll just bust out of the fucking cage. Make a strength check. 13. Hey, Pat. What? I'm going to use my bend luck ability, and you can add a d4 to it. Hey, it's a 17 total. Locke, when you throw that door open, it absolutely knocks the cockneyed guy to the ground. And I'd say like the 12 other people in the hall three of whom are in this room with you, everybody draws their swords and is ready to fight. I'm going to ask one more fucking time. Where is Tony Lyons?
take care of this for me. Yeah, Bosun has a lot to do with... Hold on a sec. Uh, come on, loop back around, loop back around. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, go to the first one, you idiot. Uh, the Bosun provides... <laughs> idiot. There we go. Idiot. 